Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back to the Great Clips postgame show. Presented, of course, by Telemore Dew. And we do indeed have Olin Krutz, all-decade member. We have uh, Patrick Manley, Bears Iron Man. And uh, I am your humble host, Molly, from the morning show. All I can say is I will indeed be available tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m., which I think is, in its own right, uh, a wonderful uh, achievement of uh, God's earth. So that's just me. Molly, how many, how many years now have you been doing that in the morning? I think it's close to 18. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a lot of early mornings, frankly. Yeah. But that's okay. That's, what else the, that's the real Iron Man right there. That, that's oh no no not <laughs> your eighteen years more impressive than mine. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Although uh, you know you probably I wasn't getting up at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, but you were significantly mm. more sober. Hey, <laughs> that's not true. That's a, that can, is a rumor. Uh, I can uh, tell you, I've done that morning show a few times, Molly, and you are an Iron Man. Yes, you are. <laughs> yep. oh, thank you. That sir. is not easy to do. Oh uh, well, it's fun though, isn't it? It Sometimes is. it'll be fun tomorrow. You know what? I got to tell you, like tomorrow yeah. is going to be a great day because yeah. the Bears are on a roll. And we just saw it. We see this 28 to 13 victory where they were down 13 to 10 in that game. And you really felt going in at halftime like, rut row. We've seen this one before. This is going to be a, a tough one. And you, normally you see people and they and they kind of – make adjustments, and, and I've heard a lot of people argue that the Bears come out and their first, uh, you know, whatever, the the first plays they've prepared are good and they can get going and then they just stop. And I think the fact that you just stopped Detroit cold in the way that you did is really, you know, emblematic of how much this team has improved and how much better the defense has gotten as we've watched them play the last – you know, whatever, four or five times out. Yeah, Coach Flues' drink is going to taste good tonight, right? <laughs> like you're talking about, man. Because, look, uh, against the Lions, they fell apart. And, and you talk about finish. And he said, you, we mentioned in the pregame show, Molly, you did, about how he said it four times in 22 seconds, right? And if, if you're yep. an NFL football team, Pat, you want to have your bad quarter or your bad stretch because you're playing the Detroit Lions, right? The, the division-leading Detroit Lions. 
they're going to put points on the board. You're, you're going to have a bad stretch in a football game. Can you overcome those stretches? Can they not be at critical points in the game, right? Like when you saw that drive at the end of the half, you start to get worried. Like, oh, man, that's how they lost the last time, right? Give up a two-minute, I think it was a touchdown they gave up at the end of the half again, right? And then they scored a touchdown, take the lead. So when you did this team change? Did they adjust? What did they learned in the bye week? Did they go over these situations? Can they finish? And they do it. Their football team makes the plays to win the game, which we've been asking for. Oh, it's funny because we, we, I was thinking about that during that lull of, of the game when they when they the Lions took the lead 13-10 that I was like, man, are we going to be talking about finishing? Is that what we're going to be talking about? The bad way, going the bad way? Well, it switched. You know, it didn't. And the defense took over and did it. Not just – it's it's credit to to Eberflus and the growth of this team, and that's what we wanted to see as improvement. And they were improving over time, right? A couple of weeks ago, but they weren't getting the wins and they weren't finishing. So now you're seeing improvement and the finishing. Let's see what happens the next four weeks. Yeah, they they hit Reynolds right in the end zone with with what is it, 26 seconds left in the half, and you're saying here we go again, right? Yep. I think last last time they played the Lions, it was St. Brown in the in the end zone late in the half, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, man, but. Uh, they go into the uh, locker room at halftime, make their adjustments, look at each other, pat it, probably say, we're all right, don't worry about it. Yeah. And then the defense looks at the offices, we're going to get you the ball back. Uh, just make sure you put the ball either in the end zone or tie the game up. And from there, uh, the Lions never score again. And the Bears, when you look at the score, right, like to take a knee at the end of a football game in the NFL uh, means you won, means you dominated that game. And the Bears just beat... A, a team going to the playoffs and leading the NFC North, they beat them up pretty good. I got to ask you, hold on real quick. This special teams, you, you just mentioned it. 26 seconds to go in the half. It's a special teams question. Coach Krutz, this is a situational question. Why don't you allow Valus Jones to take the ball out? Why are you taking the ball at the 25-yard line with no timeouts? Don't you think you have a greater chance to maybe score if that is your dynamic returner to, to, to let him hit something and maybe get it to midfield and, and go from there? Or do you like the idea of – you know, taking it to 25 with 26 seconds to go and, and no timeouts. Um, you know, Pat, I mean, I, I think you know the answer to this. And if you're my, the special teams coach and, and, and you know, you, you ask me that, if I'm Coach Cruz in the headset, I just say he hasn't earned the right. Gotcha. Right? He hasn't yep. earned the right yet. He, and I, don't, I don't need a fumble at that gotcha. moment yep. uh, in that situation. Makes and, and sense. That's just mm-hmm. – that's what he put on film, I think. I don't know how you would feel about that if you would give uh, Bayless Jones a chance at that time uh, with whether you you know you pointed out and, and we saw it come to fruition through the game how their special teams were and, and Molly talked about how they had guys down on yep. special teams and we saw a couple of good returns but right. I think at that moment man just what what Vilas Jones has shown me I cannot take that chance see that's funny because I didn't go that way I was just thinking more they wanted the ball in the offensive hands but that's mm-hmm. why you coaches click over to each other and talk and that's why you know if yes. you're the head coach I would ask and you're like no and I wouldn't think of that because I would be more aggressive thinking. Bayless can, you know, get us yards and get us down the field or whatever. But that, that's that's very interesting. And, and and if you said that to me as a special teams coach, I'd be like, I got you. 100%. I understand that. And uh, that's what we'll go with. But that, that makes complete sense. Let's get back to the phone lines. Uh, I believe Stephen is listening on the Odyssey app. Hey, Stephen. Hi, guys. Uh, you know, I was nervous pretty much uh, the entire ball game because obviously what happened – three weeks ago and uh you know the bears had a 12 point lead uh once again in the fourth quarter and we, we remember it was a 12 point lead again with four minutes uh three weeks ago which bears blew it but uh thank god they came through and 
obviously a lot of pros and cons have to be debated about, you know, keeping Eberflus for the head coach uh, next year, uh, at least for next year. Um, so obviously the defense has been playing lights out. And uh, today, uh, certainly, today's performance certainly make a case for him being brought back without question. But also the uh, the con is the uh, the losses uh, in the previous weeks, you know, the Detroit game and also the Denver game. Um, obviously, hiring Luke Getzey as the, the offensive coordinator. Uh, certainly, you know, if Eberflus can make a case, uh, you know, getting rid of uh, Getzey would, uh, you know, at least uh, buy him more time. But I don't know. I, I, I'm just trying to hope that the Bears organization just don't get suckered into what happened with the uh, Nagy back in 2000. And obviously, they had to fire him, you know, the very next year after you know, the uh, offense stalled and the uh, things just completely fell apart, um, you know, and then having to replace Justin Fields with a rookie like Williams or May or whoever it is just to pretend that uh, it's all Fields' problem, which isn't the case at all. So I'm very curious to see, you know, I'm not there yet with it, within terms of uh, bringing back Eberflus. The next four games will certainly uh, tell a lot about the uh, organization and how they feel about the uh, Eberflus and, you know, the dynamics of, uh, you know, whether Eberflus uh, will start to, you know, get himself more involved with the offensive uh, uh, game planning like he had stated during press conference. And I know he's very busy with the defensive uh, coordinator role as well. But I'm very curious to see how the uh, the next four games plays out and, uh, you know, if uh, Eberflus can, uh, you know, get his act together, you know, as a head coach. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're all curious. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what's making this so exciting, right, guys? I mean, this is what mm-hmm. – now they're winning, and now we're really going to have a question whether he's coming back or not. Like I said earlier, I thought he was gone, just the way they were going, but this improvement they're making and uh, the way this defense is going, and um, I, this is it's going to be a fun four games to watch. Yeah, um, like Molly talked about early in the pregame show, the 4-4, four and four. well, now they're 5-4, and four, right? But right. if I'm Kevin Warren, I have to sit down, or I'm Ryan Pose. And I have to say, well, that was just, I think that was just three weeks ago they blew the lead in Detroit, right? I think that was, that was pretty recent. <laughs> uh, that, that, that happened, and they lost the game 31-26. to 26. So um, I think everyone knows that, that, that this is a big picture thing. It, it depends on everything you've done. It depends on you got to take everything into account. Now these last four games, these last four weeks, I mean, if you if your team looks amazing and moving in the right direction, like we talked about, you do get into a point where that Green Bay game means something, and you are playing a game like that, and then your the way your team performs, well, then th- that is something different to talk about. They are a long way from that. Uh, you have a coach here who just won his first two games. You have a quarterback, right? We talked about he came back from a month off, and he was fresh and he played, right? And then they had a bye week. Right? It was it's almost a perfect scenario. And then it was the Lions. Right, like if you, if you thought that he wasn't going to play good against the Lions, that would be interesting for me, right? After a bye week, that would be. <laughs> inter- I'd like to know why you thought that with what I've been looking at lately, right? This is a guy who, okay, uh, uh, Coach Eberflus, it's consistency. Can you keep your team moving in the right direction and everybody continually playing at a high level? I, if they actually ended up with a winning record, how many mm-hmm. people picked that? And, and I'm sure there were a lot of people that thought they were going to get better. But I, I want to say they're over under in Vegas was like six wins or something yeah. or in that range. So they now have five. 
if you know, I I I might have picked them at seven. I didn't expect that they'd do much better than that. If they actually do, and and you know, they end up with a winning record on the year. Isn't that isn't that good enough to keep your job, given how the rebuild was just torn down and the ten game losing streak and all that? I I just think that it's. There's not enough information yet to make that determination for anybody. Coach of the year. That's what I'm thinking. Coach of the year if he goes <laughs> if he nine and finishes right? nine and Not eight. just yes. keep his job. I, I mean, honestly. <laughs> Everything he's been through. Right? Everything Holy they've been God. through now. Um, Defensive you know, coordinator? Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if we're looking ahead, you know, the Browns did win today. They did beat Jacksonville, and Flacco did throw for 300 yards. So, uh, number one defense yeah. uh, there in Cleveland, uh, a, good, a, good, a good test. Mm-hmm. A good test coming up. For the Chicago Bears to see where they are, right? Because all of this, all of this feel good is wrapped around two games against. I know they're the division-leading Lions, but two games against a team that our offense has played good against the last two years. So, so you're saying if if you lose to a wasn't Flacco a Super Bowl winning quarterback and the best defense in the league, then he's fired again? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying I, I got to see it, right? I remember <laughs> um, I remember Sean Payton told me in New Orleans that Bill Parcells had a message for me. He said, Olin, I don't got to see it every day, but I got to damn see it. And, and we got to see it. We got to see it as we go forward here. Uh, Coach Eberflus, man, tons of credit for the win today, for the way his defense played today and closed out that show because we've been waiting for something like that. Let's try Jake. Jake's in Rockford. Hey, Jake. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Uh, honored to talk to you guys. You know, I, I just was going to say, like, this is such a confusing time. I, I think it's kind of like one of those good dilemmas to have, but it's so hard to choose. Like, part of me wants the Bears to do whatever it takes to make sure they get Marvin Harrison Jr. and stick with Fields and free agency grab, you know, a center, maybe a, even in the draft grab a center upgrade there maybe upgrade left tackle however you can, trade, whatever it may be. But then the other part of me sees, like, Fields is just like, it's like he's good enough but not great, and he hasn't taken that next step, all these overthrows. And, you know, I've made excuses for him. all Every year I've made an excuse for him, oh, it's the offensive line, it's the offensive coordinator. But even though I don't feel we have the best offensive coordinator, I still feel like he has the time and these overthrows are just happening nonstop. It's like I don't know what direction I want them to go. Go for Caleb Williams. You know, it's just such a confusing time, you know, but I think it is kind of in a way a good dilemma, but I just kind of wanted to know what direction you guys would go. Do you think Marvin Harrison Jr. would be good enough to stick with Fields and DJ Moore and really take them to the next level, or what what do you guys think? It's so early. (laughs) Uh, We haven't even gotten to draft season. I know. And draft season, as you know, is a season unto its own. And what you do is you go into it, and you look at Caleb Williams, and then you you find every wrinkle you can find. You find every blemish on him as a player, and you want to make sure that you've weighed that against the thing. And the whole process is tearing down, tearing down, tearing down, and then you finally get to a point a few weeks out where it's building up, building up, and we're going to take this guy, and we're all in love with him, and we're all going to do high fives after our mock draft. It It, it is – you have to. We haven't even gotten to the point where, where you know, I can legitimately tell you that people are, you know, he's slightly shorter than they thought he was going in. That that's about as far into it as I think I've gotten there. Are there character questions because he wants this and that? 
Who knows? you got to wait until you dig into any of that to have the first clue. And again, that the beauty of this season, I, and I'm, I'm here to deliver the good news, Carolina 6, Nolins 28. That was today. So the, uh, the Carolina Panthers with their six-point performance are now 1-12, and, and the Bears have uh, that pick, and they're two games worse than uh than the uh than the new england patriots so pat you went to the game and you assured us that we're gonna get it makes me that. feel great about our bears especially the way they're playing <laughs> yes. now but uh, what, to go back to jake's point real quick the, what the bears are doing right now the players Eberflus, justin fields is they're making that looked to me a, a, an easy decision for ryan poles now it's going to be a hard decision you know there's so many different ways you can go and that's what's going to be fun to watch, which direction he goes, who he chooses as his quarterback, what he does with the first pick, uh, what he does with their pick down the draft a little bit. Um, that's going to be fun for us in the offseason. It stinks that we have to talk about it, but what's also kind of fun, guys, is we're actually talking about a potential 9-8, and eight, but, which, yeah, is, which is cool. interesting, which you never thought we would get there. But thank God we're at least talking about some positivity now, right? That's, that's a good thing. So right now it's just a it, – it's, it, they, they are taking an easy decision – from uh, for Ryan Poles and making a difficult decision. And the other thing, too, guys, that I said it earlier about Justin Fields, when he got back up there and they said, you have, what, was it seven games left when he came back? And he said, you know, what do you want to accomplish with that? And he said, win games. Well, he's 2-1 and one right now. So that's he's, 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 on the, he's on the right track now after winning this game against uh, Detroit. Yep, it's, it's all well said. It's, it's just that the, what we thought was a foregone conclusion, if this keeps going in this direction – I'd be interested to see what direction they go in at quarterback and at for their head coach because you know if they're if they're losing like they have been, uh, you know we, like we give we always give all the numbers right. Uh, you know never won in the division, never won two games in a row. Well, he's right. done that, right? Mm-hmm. He's done he's done that all of a sudden. And then like you're saying, Pat, what do we want to see from Justin Fields? Uh, win games late. Well, he did that last week, even though it was 12 to 10, uh, they did it right. And then. Uh, you know, again, against the Lions today, there's 100 yards rushing, 100 yards passing, and they win the game. Uh, now you got we got to see that uh, against somebody else besides the Lions. We got to see a good game because you wouldn't say the Minnesota Vikings game was a good game for the offense, right? 12 to 10 is not a good game. So we got to see if there's somebody else but the Lions, and Coach Flew's got to keep this thing moving in that direction. But if we do get to Green Bay and we're still asking these questions, then it gets really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and Olin, um, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, and I think it's a great point, that you kind of had a feel for for Justin Fields playing well in this game because he plays well against that team. Mm-hmm. And nonetheless, there was a moment in the game, uh, I'm sure we all remember, when Aiden Hutchinson sacked him, and it, it was like third and nine or something. He sacked him 6.3 seconds into the play. So mm-hmm. he's holding on to the ball unwilling to say that I'm not going to be able to convert this play and and he held the ball too long and that's got to be something that they probably talked to him at halftime and they they said that on the broadcast but but also earlier guys remember he broke four tackles and got a first down yeah so that's just who he is I think we've seen enough of him now that you know who he is that you yell at the tv then you stand up and you yell at the tv positively like oh my god he just (laughs) did that he got away from those guys got a first down I think that's just who he is and I think you're just gonna have to live with it if they go with him and ride with him. But that's what's going to be fun. If they continue to play well on defense, then the decision that Ryan Poles makes at quarterback 
might work either way, but one way might work better. You know what I mean? It, we won't know if he if, – because we won't know the other the other side of it, that if he did take Kalen Williams or Drake May or whatever and go that way. But if he does keep Justin Fields and trade down and, and add all this stuff around him and have this defense that's going to get better, um, you know, how does that look? I think I think both of them, they're going to be better. But what do we want? We want great, right? I want them to be great. Yep. I want to, yep. you know, to do this pre- and post-game show and talk about playoff possibilities, seedings, and things like that. But that's up to Ryan Poles to figure out which quarterback and which direction they're going to go to get there. Yeah, interesting way to put it, right, Pat? Like, that's who he is. So it's like, okay, like, does, does Ryan Poles think that already, right? Like, this is who this guy is. So I got to make my decision. If this is who he is, is Caleb Williams or Drake May better than who he is? Because to your point, I think what you're talking about there is uh, when they're backed up on the 12 yard line, it's third and eight, right? And, yep. and they go, they send an all out blitz like the Vikings do. And, and, and like you're like Molly's saying, the ball's got to come out. Yeah. Yep. Like there's not enough guys to pick it up. And he gets, he breaks tackles and it's in the end zone, Pat. <laughs> it's in the end zone. He breaks the tackles and he, and he goes out there for a pretty big damn game. Oh. Right. But, but like you can see the other side of it. Like, gosh, against the Vikings, that was the problem that you're holding the ball and it's all out blitz. Get the ball out. I think DJ Moore is probably one-on-one if that many guys are coming. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting to look at. And like we talked about, Mully, uh, this is not a bad Lions team, but this is a team that the quarterback does play well against. All right. We've we've got a lot to get to. We're going to get to all your calls. 312-644-6767. And we've got the hot and cold next. And I got a feeling uh, it's going to be a controversial one because the cold is, <laughs> is kind of locked in. It's the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew on Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. All righty, it is time for Who's Hot, Who's Cold. And you 
are indeed listening to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamordu and hot is Montez Sweat. 3.5 sacks over the last three games. He is the multiplier, a sack in each week since his debut. And the Bears building up sacks to go along with that other guy's getting sacks. So we're uh, we're taking Montez Sweat as the man who is hot and cold. Well, why even bother with it? It's got to be va- – no, it's not. It's uh, sadly – Khalil Herbert, because we are apparently uncaring individuals that don't aren't concerned about an ankle injury. We just know he's got 25 carries over the last three weeks, and he's averaging just 2.7 yards a carry. Took a big hit uh, in the game today. Sadly, he is uh, cold, and this is sponsored by Plumbers 911. Plumbing emergency call. The plumbing professionals available 24-7 at one eight three three plum nine one one. So there you go. That was a dream yeah. hit. <laughs> that, oh, that hit God. was caught him kind of just halfway in oh, the air and Zaloni, oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Hit him, man. Yeah. You know a guy who who I think has been hot lately all year and even today with his big catch and the third down catch and the way he blocks his Cole Komet. Yeah. That guy plays pretty damn good football, Pat. Consistent football. You can split him out. You can put him in the line of scrimmage. You can play in line. He can run any route. He uh, does a pretty damn good job blocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the guy's turning into a pretty damn good football player. Do you, do you guys think he's in the Pro Bowl conversation? Like legit Pro Bowl conversation? I think his stats kind of show. a great question, right? And it's something like I was thinking about today because I was comparing Tevin Jen- Jenkins to Jonah Jackson, right? Because Jonah Jackson is a Pro Bowl. And I guess talk about Tevin Jenkins and what level he's playing at. And a lot of people say he's a Pro Bowl type guard. And, and he looked pretty good today. Uh, but compared to Jonah Jackson, I say Jonah Jackson's maybe a notch above him. But I would have to see, like, who are the Pro Bowl tight ends in the NFC, right? Who who would I be comparing him to? I, I can't say I know enough of that. Right, right. That's that's what I was – I've been kind of looking at that. Like, Sam Laporta, I think, is definitely one, which is says a lot for a rookie tight end. Our guy from uh, Detroit talked about, you know, being a rookie and doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, Cole Komet, I, I, you know, that was a yeah, – you're starting to look at things that Ryan Poles have done, and that's one extending him. That that's and it's working out right. He's even grown more since his extension, and that's uh you know the 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 perfect tight end that can do all the stuff. Is he going to be the playmaker of like a Jimmy Graham or a you know those guys a Kittle or somebody like that that uh, gets down the field and makes the touchdowns? I don't think so, but I think he's that perfect tight end for what he got paid for and what he can do for an offense to have a player that is multidimensional like him. Mm-hmm. It's a great point, and and the thing about Laporta Mully is, um, you know, I know the our Lions expert said that he, you know, catches balls and he blocks, and well, you don't have to do much blocking there when you're in Detroit, right? <laughs> right. You have the best offensive line in the NFL, so what they're asking him to do is what he's very good at, right? And and he has a quarterback who gets the ball to him over the middle, and it just they can really feature him in that offense. What you think of uh, our favorite blocking tight end getting a pass thrown his way? <laughs> Was yes, that on purpose, or man? Did that just happen? I, 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 you know what I thought to myself when I when I saw that about Getsy? Not today, devil. You're not getting <laughs> screen at the TV ah, today. I, I I felt like he did that personally against me at that moment. You know? and I said, I'm not. You're not getting me. I'm not screaming about that play. You know what I mean? Like I'm not doing it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's so beautiful. All right, we've got a lot of people who want to check in. Let's continue with the phone calls. Uh, and, 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 hey, listen, I mean, 
Getsy was trying to get to a lot of people, I think, on mm-hmm. this day. I, I don't know why, but that uh, the short yardage, ah, what, what, I, what, they stopped playing for a quarter after that play. I, 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 I texted Olin, I said, I thought they, it's just, that's coaches during a bye week with too much time. Yeah. They're going through situational <laughs> yeah. football, and they're like, ooh, I've got a play I saw before. Let's throw this one in there. And it just, it's just coaches getting too cute, coaches out coaching themselves. And I, 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 that's, that's what I thought of that one. Let's try Ron. He's in Huntley. Hey, Ron. I'm sorry. Rocky. Excuse me. Rocky. Rocky out in Montana. It's an honor to talk to you guys, especially Olin and Patrick. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. What's up, Rocky? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I was particularly particularly impressed. Um, we're coming off where you have. We're in the end of the second half. You think they're going to go down the drain, and they come out into the third quarter start getting three and outs, three and outs, three and outs. Um, this is the first time since the lovey days where I'm actually looking at this defense like, look, they're going to make a play. Mm-hmm. They started setting them up. They started getting Goff to um, throw to spots where they were waiting for the ball. I know we're looking for more interceptions, but I'm really happy with any defense that's all over the ball. There was a couple other plays where they were just a hand away, and Detroit made pretty good plays. That's why they're a good team. They're a first-place team. Also, it's a lot easier to play defense when the quarterback's always got someone in his grill, and there seemed to be some pretty good pressure coming up the middle today, and hats off to Dexter. And just, guys, I don't think Getsy or – well, I don't know about Getsy, but I don't think Fluce and uh, Poles are going anywhere. They wouldn't have made them let them make that trade for um, Marquez, and uh, I, I just don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're building a team, and I would rather see them trade the pick and keep building this team so that if you do get a quarterback or even draft one in the future or later rounds, you've got a real team around them, like San Francisco or Philadelphia. We're maybe finally starting to get a roster, and another good draft could bring it there. Thanks a lot, guys. It's an interesting call because now we're getting a little bit of uh, a sense of the, the Chicago fan and what they're feeling after a couple, just a couple weeks. Right. But they are, they've been much better lately. But to back to Rocky, he was talking about he felt like the defense was going to make a play. I did too. To be honest with you, I did too. I just felt like Jared Goff looked uncomfortable. They're getting a little bit of pressure that something's going to happen, and, and 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 it did. And I just it's 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 a nice feeling to have when you're watching the TV that I felt like the defense could make a play. I got a little nervous when the offense started started sputtering, to be honest with you. But with the defense, I'm like, I, I just felt like there's going to be a takeaway somewhere. There's going to be a takeaway somewhere. And it's nice to have that feeling, and, and they did it. Yeah, and how about that that value of that T.J. Edwards signing? Yeah. And Andrew man. Billings. Like, those are two guys. Ryan Poles. Those are value guys, man, yep. Molly and Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those guys, you T.J. Edwards, Billings, uh, Montez Sweat, Tremaine Edmonds in, in, in the middle there. I mean, there's a ton of assets on the back end. I think that's four second-round picks now on the back end, right? So uh, just interesting to watch, though, a guy, a guy like Ryan Pose, and we know that his expertise is in the pro personnel side. I think that's what he did in Kansas City, right? right. He's found you now, T.J. Edwards, Montez Sweat, and Tremaine Edmonds as signings uh, for guys to bring in to improve your defense. So just really – Andrew Billings, too. Just really value guys – that, that as an offensive lineman, guys, when I look at that front seven uh, and they run those blitzes with Kyler Gordon and they're moving around, uh, they'd be a handful to deal with, to be honest with you. So uh, to Rocky's point, uh, this defense is moving in the right direction and they have been built uh, 
in Eberflus's image for a Tampa two. Mm -hmm. And back to T.J. Edwards, Olin, you brought up earlier about the fumble or one of the takeaways, the center quarterback exchange. T.J. Edwards was the one on it. You know what I mean? He's doing all the little things right, yes. making that. You know, it's not like right. going out and making a play, but that's doing the little things right and reacting and seeing that and getting on the ball and recovering it. He's he's had a heck of a year, and you're right, Olin. That's a that's a that's a value signing. That's uh, it's it's outweighed his value. I think. I think you know, it's, he's a tackling machine, and he's doing all the little things right. Let's try uh, Big Mac. Big Mac is on the south side. Hey, Big Mac. Thank you. I thank you, Jim, for taking my call. Hello, are y'all yep, listening? We're here. What's we up, Big Mac? We're right here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I know you guys are professional reporters, and you all see the game as I see it, but you all seem to fail to realize in order for a field, I mean, uh, the quarterback to take his game to the next level, you got to have a quality offensive line. I just want to say Tom Brady didn't do what he did because he was Tom Brady, but he had a decent offensive line. He had time to write a letter and then throw the ball. But the Bears don't have that, but you all won't acknowledge that. Why? You put everything on field, and I just want to, you know, you all, you know, call, call cheap ownership out. And that's call it what it is. Every time they get a good defense, a good player, they ship him off. Uh, Detroit is doing what they're doing because they they got a good running back and they got him from the Bears. The young man should have still been with the Bears. Thank you all for taking my call okay. very much. Thanks, Big Mac. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know. I think he was talking to you and you and Pat Molly. <laughs> 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 You've been preaching on the offensive line. But, guys, they've been playing better. They didn't play yeah. well today. I, I thought Nate no, Davis struggled well. a bit. They, they did yeah. a jo good job with putting uh, uh, Hutchinson on him, and he struggled a little bit there. He struggled with some other guys. But the last few weeks, I thought they've been playing pretty well. The, the offensive line is young and getting better. Mm -hmm. Now, Big Mac's talking about last year. I think we can be in agreement, right? Yes. We talked about in the pregame show about how do you actually, you know, I, I don't know how you can – say if Justin Fields can stay or he can go with what's been going on the last two years. We've actually been saying that, uh, you know, we said that in the pregame show today. So how do you evaluate him with like tearing the team down last year? And now like Pat is saying, you do have young guys playing better. Um, you do have Tevin Jenkins staying healthy there at left guard. You've moved Lucas Patrick into uh, uh, back to center for Cody White here. Nate Davis, Aiden Hutchinson is a handful uh, there at right guard and they need some help and, and, and credit them. They made an adjustment, and they had the back shipped there inside the line instead of outside, right? So a good adjustment there by Coach Morgan, Coach uh, Getze, and the Chicago Bears. But uh, to Big Mac's point, man, I mean, uh, it is going to be hard to evaluate him with how bad they were at receiver last year. But this year you do have DJ Moore. Uh, that's why you heard Coach Flew say going through these last seven games, we're going to be watching him. We want consistency, and we want to win at the end of games. I I um I was surprised that the way they moved the line, the different things they were trying to do in their um, in their running game. Ben Johnson, they they moved um, they moved their tackle from right to left a couple of times, which I think is it was interesting. It was loading up. I didn't they run a play, a running play to Sam Laporta? Yeah. Uh, they they just tried some different things in the running game that that. You know, I think we talked about, and they did do, moved Hutchinson around a little, and we saw Montez Sweat move around inside. But I 
I don't know that I thought they were going to do as many things with their offensive line. Hey, Olin, I wanted to ask you this question, Molly. I'm gl- uh, glad you brought this up because I wanted to ask you as well. Do they do that because it's a gap scheme defense? You know what I mean? That they've right, got you know the right. A gap, B gap, C. So they're trying to confuse them. Is that correct? That's what, that's what I thought it would be. But you're trying to confuse alignment, right? Yeah. So if you move a tackle over, they'll yeah. say, okay, they call it what they call a knock. They'll knock the defense, which means the guard becomes a center. Mm-hmm. And they have to align accordingly, right? And align up on it, and someone has to recognize it. And if you've never seen it, it is hard to recognize. I know uh, when, when I coach football, I'm always going tackle over one way or the other, just so that see if, see if they can adjust to that look. But as far as why they did it, it's because the Bears are so damn good at stopping the run. <laughs> right, you have to surprise yeah. them. Yeah, you have to get them to move around. You have to get them to guess. You have to get them to align wrong, and hopefully, you see them even motion, and they they're trying to get Billings to bump to the three technique to get him off the center, right, and put Justin Jones at center and put uh, on the center and put Billings at three technique because Billings at the against your backup center is a problem. So all of that is what they're doing there, and it's just respect to that front seven that the Chicago Bears have. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, let's get back to the phone lines. We have uh, Mike. He's in Chicago. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Great show. Um, you know, I, I look at this game. I was there. I have season tickets three rows off the field. And my perspective is just, you know, more of a fan, right? I'm looking at the body language of DJ Moore. I'm watching, I'm watching uh, you know, Fields struggle with, with, with progressions at the NFL level. And and Eberflus, even some of the decisions. And I like Fields. He's, he's a baller, and I like Eberflus even. But I'm looking at the, what I see in the field from that vantage point, and then when I see Coles in the booth, you know, I, I just the body language to me says that Eberflus and, and Fields is not the answer. And I think we need to think about really where we want to be. The defense was great, by the way. I think that's been been shored up. But part of me also feels like was this more of a trap game for the Lions? or a really good win for the Bears. And, well, it's a good win. I'll take it. And I'm happy about it. And I want to be positive about it. But part of me feels like part of it was just a little bit of a trap game as well. So I, I look at all that as a, as a holistic picture of what I see in the field, what I see in the booth. And I, I just – I think we got to just get to where we need to be. And I don't think it's fields. I don't think it's the Eberflus. That's just – is he a body language expert? I mm-hmm. listen, you know, DJ Moore has never said a foul word about anybody. That guy's a great teammate and he'll be on the score tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great teammate at a Mully and Hall show also. Yeah, um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. total pro, you know, uh, to Mike's point, they have improved though. Right. Pat, mm-hmm. they, they, um, we thought they would, I thought they were the better football team going into the, today's game. And I can't, I'd have to go back and look over the last two years where I actually thought that. Where they, Look, I didn't even think they needed the three takeaways, although it helped, right? I just thought they were better than the Detroit Lions when I looked at their matchup, and I, think, I thought Frank Ragnall was out, and I thought their best defensive tackle was mm-hmm. out, and I said, well, at home, I think the Chicago Bears should be favored over this Lions team, and I think they're the better team. So um, credit to Ryan Poles, credit to Coach Eberflus. You got to win the games you're supposed to win, and I thought they did today, and that's saying a lot. Uh, you know, like I remember – when we won a game in 2001, Pat, and Ted Washington said, stop acting like you guys won the Super Bowl. Act like you thought you were going to win that game. And I think the Chicago Bears were there today, and I hope in that locker room they acted like they thought they were supposed to win that game, that they were the better football team. Yeah, Olin, that's, that's a great – win the games you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. That means you're a good team. 
That means you're a better team. You know what I mean? Finally, we were able to say that. And Olin, I agree. It's been two years. I mean, it's, it's straight up two years. I don't think we've walked into a pregame show and said, hey, they're going to win this game. And then they won by 15 points too, guys. I mean, they, they, they won by two possessions. And you win that big in the NFL, that says something. And against the division-leading team, yes, they're out two players. But, you know, they still won by, by 15 points. So um, it's kind of nice just to say win the games you're supposed to win because now we have matchups they're supposed to win, and they went out there and did it. And the defense, to, to me, the defense won the game. That changed the whole thing. The way they played, they dominated three takeaways. One at the end was kind of a, a freebie, but it's still a takeaway. It's in the stat book, right? But it's nice to say that finally. Win the games you're supposed to win. All right, we'll be right back with some final thoughts. You're listening to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. It is Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 the school. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Telemore Dew. We are not drowning our sorrows tonight. It was a glorious victory by the Bears, 28-13 to the assured division representative uh, in the playoffs. And who knows? Maybe there are more teams are coming. And who knows where the Bears will stand by the time all is said and done. Four games left. They've won uh, five of their last nine. I think that's the way we're putting it, right? Five and four. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and guys, just uh, curious to get a final thought from each of you, Patrick. I, I, you know, I'm impressed with that win. And Olin, you said at the beginning too that you know you 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 thought this matchup was good for the Bears, and 
you know, they did what they were supposed to do. That's my final thought, that I'm excited now to be able to talk about a team that can beat somebody. And they beat the division leading Detroit Lions without two great players, great, one, one really good player and one pretty good player, uh, but important pieces to them. But I just think this Bears team is truly improving, and I think it's fun to watch for us. I think it's fun for us to watch in Chicago, and I think we have a lot of fun for the next four weeks to the next three to four months to figure out who they are be- going to become. But uh, right now, what they're doing with Eberflus and this defense, and uh, everybody staying healthy and putting this team out there, what they're what they're putting out there from the paper to the field, it, it's a lot of fun to watch. And I just uh, uh, excited to see what happens the next four weeks. That's pretty much what it is. I'm just really excited to see what happens the next four weeks. Yeah, it's well put. It really is well put, uh, Pat, because you're excited about this football team. Mm-hmm. They, they want a game today, and, and they're getting better, and they can compete against the division-leading Detroit Lions, right? If you go back and watch the end of the year last year, the game versus the Lions, I think it was 41-10. to 10, They lost. Just look at that team, grab that roster, match it against the roster they got now, and I don't know how you can't say that this team is improving, getting better, and playing good football against the t- a team that they match up well against. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, this is a lot of fun, and I, I hope you guys are right. I hope we've got a lot of fun in front of us. I, I don't know, uh, moving forward, who can beat them, right? I mean, We're already Arizona's, in Green Bay playing for the playoffs. I'm already there. I, I love it. Can't I love that idea. Let's go. I'm going to go crack a beer and think about that We're for the rest the of the night. We're going to do the post-game show in Green Bay. Talk to Mitch. <laughs> done. The post-game show <laughs> from done. outside Lambeau You're Field. there. It's done. <laughs> Indoors, though, indoors. We want to thank Alex Kuhn. I'm too old for that stuff. Alex Kuhn did a great job today. Yeah, we'll have to rent out a guy's house or something. RV. (laughs) Alex, uh, fantastic work. Really appreciate it. Up against a lot. Thank you to Aurelio's Pizza. They delivered some great food for today's game. You can download the Aurelio's app and start earning rewards. Visit Aurelio'sPizza.com. Uh, to order from the location nearest you, Aurelio's Pizza, it's the sauce. If you're on hold, stay on hold because Big Ant, Anthony Heron, will be here with the post-game post show next. Uh, Olin, I think you have an appearance tomorrow morning on the score, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we're going for that Mully Award. That's, oh boy. Put it right <laughs> next to my four piccolos. <laughs> You got robbed on many more. <laughs> oh, man. That's you got robbed on many more. <laughs> hey, George thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite guy. All right. We'll talk I'm to Owens. I'm his favorite. Bro. You said that wrong. That's what I said. No, he, yeah, he's your favorite. What? I'm, I don't know. There's a relationship there. Uh, <laughs> some kind. Surely and, is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back at 530 with David Haw. Olden will be on at 7. And, Pat, you are on when? I'll be on Tuesday at 11 and then yes. Wednesday at uh, what time on there? 3 o'clock. Always fun to hear that. And we will uh, we'll be back with you in a week. We've got a uh, big game in Cleveland. Should be a ton of fun to get ready for that one. Again, uh, thanks so much to all for listening, and Big Ant will be with you right away. It's been the Great Clips post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 